The other day at work, I found a Corona bottle outside as I was cleaning up the patio. Uh huh. And I brought it inside and I hid it behind my back and I told my coworker that I had Corona. And then I showed it to her. <laughs> she got mad at me. <laughs> a little too soon, I think. Yeah, but the opportunity was there. And why not? Why not take it, huh? Yeah, I was. Who knows when that'll happen again? Getting Corona? Finding an empty Corona bottle outside. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, it's pretty likely people leave shit outside all the time. I wonder what, I wonder, do you remember like at the beginning of all this when sales for Corona, I guess, dropped because people, (laughs) did did people really think you could get COVID from buying a case of Corona? I don't know. I, I don't think it was common, but I'm sure that some, I'm sure there was one person at least, but I don't think many people believed it. I can't. I mean, I, I find it hard to imagine that even one person believed it. I don't I feel like there's there's I mean, some pretty dumb people out there. Yeah, there every yeah, there are one hundred percent a bunch of stupid people out there. But I'm Speaking just Speaking of dumb people, here's two of them right now. <laughs> we have a podcast. <laughs> Duh. Uh yeah, unbelievable. Well, I guess we can start the show. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to Nostalgia Entertainment System. I'm your host, Josh. I'm your other host, Paul. Paul. Josh. I've got some news. Oh. I've got the results from a couple Twitter polls that we put out based on uh, some some previous episodes. Twitter alert? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, So the first uh, Twitter poll was uh, the Hoagieville one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't really, I don't, I should have pulled it up. I didn't pull it up. Uh, I believe it was Hoagieville cool or ghoul. Yes. This was not a part of a Halloween episode. No. Uh, Would you like the results? Yes. Uh, The answer is uh, neither. No one voted in that poll. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So. I was wondering because I I looked at it a couple days ago and I was like, oh, nobody voted. So I was very surprised somebody had in the last day or so. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't vote. Oh, I've never been to Hoagieville. That's why. Yeah. I think the purpose of that poll was whether or not you would go to Hoagieville. Mm-hmm. So now that no one has no one has voted, uh, are you going to go to Hoagieville? I don't know. Probably at some point, but I'm not going to make an effort to go. That's fair. I mean, I, yeah. I wouldn't either. Uh, and I have the results from the last Twitter poll, which was what was the worst year of your life? <laughs> oh, I forgot. What sixth, a happy question. Sixth grade, seventh grade, or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is unanimous at two votes. Seventh grade. Wow. Seventh grade sucked. I did vote in that one. <laughs> <laughs> trying to think of the last party I had. Boy, I haven't had, I haven't thrown a party beyond like eight people in a long time. I don't even remember. Yeah, I mean, it's also getting, like, increasingly more difficult to have, like, I mean, like, COVID aside, Mm. just, like, I really now only hang out with, like, the same six people, you know, it's like, I, I, I I don't really have a desire to branch out that much. It's more things to schedule and keep track of, and then there's a bigger mess, it's, ah, I'll just, there's six people I hang out with, that's great. Mm Mm-hmm. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. The allure of strangers is rapidly declining. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. I don't. Do I really need to meet new people now? Nah, not unless I have to. <laughs> Is this what it's like getting old? Yeah, I think so. You just, <laughs> you just kind of start just being like, I don't need any new people to know. My body hurts. My body does hurt. I, I can tell you're wearing a big Band-Aid. Yeah. <laughs> That's also my Halloween costume. We're recording this the day before Halloween, and I'm celebrating early. Ooh. <laughs> it's funny because it's a big Band-Aid that's pretty much just covering your penis. Yep. Which I appreciate. It's not that big of a Band-Aid. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have, uh, I've been noticing lately how much like everything hurts. A lot of that, I think, is also due to... like. My, do- my job is a desk job. Oh, yeah. So you're sitting a lot. So I'm just sitting like where I'm sitting now in this chair is where like it's actually it's it's like very disheartening every like every night when I go to bed. I hate this because like because I'll wake up mm-hmm. and I'll like make myself breakfast. Wait, I just want to say this is a really funny story to be telling on a nostalgia podcast. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> Wait, why? Just because you're just like. Complaining about my day's routine, your old body. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, anyway, keep going. Yeah, so I'll I'll wake up, and I'll like. This is the morning. This is the morning. Okay, I wake up. I wake up in the morning. I just want to make sure you weren't waking up in the middle of the night. I do. I I do that often. That's why I asked. But I don't get out of bed. I usually just like, oh fuck, I woke up and now I can't get back to sleep. Mm -hmm. And then I'll end up looking at my phone and then making things worse. Oh yeah, that just wakes you right back up. Yep. So. Anyway, I'll wake up in the morning. I'll like put together coffee, maybe pour myself like a bowl of cereal Mm -hmm. and I'll just sit down until I go to bed because I'm just like I'm I'm working. I'm drawing stuff. I'm animating stuff. And then once I'm done, it's like, well, I guess I'm done with work. I'm going to play video games. And I just I'm still sitting down in the same spot. And then it's time to go to bed. And then I stand up. I'm like, wow, I haven't stood up in a while. And then I lay down in bed. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, this sucks. You got to go for a walk, dear boy. Yeah, I know. But I have too much to do. I have deadlines to meet, Paul. Well, do it when you're playing your, instead of playing your video games. But then it's dark out. You still walk in the dark. I don't want to walk in the dark. Why not? I don't know. It's scary. <laughs> Especially this time of year. Bring your girlfriend. She'll protect you. She's working. At night? Yeah. Oh, scary. Yeah. I work at night. How's that? Pretty good. <laughs> I feel like I'm not being very interesting today. I don't know. It's a weird. Am I ever? That's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> Are you ever? Not usually. It's yeah, hard neither to, am I. It's hard to have things to talk about these days when uh, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. So that's why you got to talk about the past. Yep. Well, maybe we should just uh, move on to uh, the old... The old episode topic, now that we've talked about literally nothing interesting for (laughs) almost seven minutes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. And today we're talking your old Saturday morning cartoons. (laughs) Should we take a break? Uh, Yeah, let's take a little break. Uh, Put in some I'll put in some fun Saturday morning cartoon sounds here. I heard that the Hanna-Barbera soundtrack uh, or not soundtrack, but like sound effects are now free. And uh, are no longer copyrighted. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Just uh, throwing that out there. Dang. Now we can run away to the break. Get ready to rock and roll with a Space Age brawl. It's time for a little payback. That'll really throw down. The intergalactic rumble rages on. And all 
all-new Ultimate Muscle, coming up right after Ultraman Tiga. Coming up later today, the series premiere of Fighting Food Odds. Here's something incredible. These monsters once were edible, so everybody take a look at combat creatures you can cook. Fighting Food Odds is food with attitude. Pick the right ingredients to make the food obedient. Depending on the spice you add, your food on could be really bad. Bad, bad, bad. Recipes become monsters, so prepare for battle. The series premiere of Fighting Food Odds, coming up later today, only in the Fox Box. Okay. All right, we're back. We're back from our break. And we're back. <laughs> uh, well, I think normally, like, I, I guess, I guess it's dependent on the episode. Um, but for this one, I did do like a little bit of a di- little bit of digging around for some for some fun factoids oh, about okay. Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of it is just uh, from Wikipedia. Oh yeah. Uh, so I'll just uh, read a little bit of that. Maybe paraphrase a little bit here and there. Okay. Um, but here's just like a very brief history uh, for Saturday morning cartoons before we just kind of dive into like the stuff that we watched. Lay it on me, daddy. Yeah. Uh, so Saturday morning cartoons is a colloquial term uh, for original animated series programming uh, scheduled primarily in, on Saturdays. Uh, there are some YouTube comments from things that I was reading where these blocks would air on Sunday. Interesting. It's yeah, that's really weird to me. Um, so I wonder what time period that was, like what years? I don't know. It was it was on like a Fox thing that I would have watched from like two thousand, like early two thousands. So I see. I think it just depends on like the region they were in or whatever. Um, what I found most interesting from reading this like paragraph from Wikipedia is like the time frame for which Saturday morning cartoons existed. So they initially started in the mid-1960s and were popular from that point through the mid-1990s. What I found interesting from here is that when we were watching Saturday morning cartoons is like the decline mm-hmm. of like that whole block, which eventually made sense like in the grand scheme of things when I think about it. But just like really thinking like we were watching it during like the decline just seems kind of like, huh, that's weird because there are a lot of great shows like Recess and like a bunch of other like I've still watched episodes of recess recently mm-hmm. and thought like this is fun and entertaining i don't know but i mean due to multiple things um like just overall like cultural norms and increased competition from other formats available at all times like disney channel cartoon network where you can just watch these kinds of things 24 7 and it's not relegated to a four hour block on a single day of the week, mm-hmm. uh, things like that were like stuff that just eventually killed off like the the block in in general. Another thing that really contributed to that, uh, especially within the last two decades of the existence of this this children's programming block, um, had to do with like government mandates. Oh yeah. So like for for people that watched um, like one Saturday morning and you would see like the little light bulb and someone would like pull on it and it would say illuminated television, or you would see like the E slash I in the corner, Mm -hmm. um, which was, which stood for educational and informative, um, which were just like TV mandates that like certain, like, I don't know, like, like certain TV shows for a certain hour of like time that stations would air or networks would air had to meet like educational, like, regulations and stuff so like having to include all these things for for all these shows and all that the cost just kept driving up and up and up and to a point where like uh they were pretty much just no longer profitable because that's the whole point of like 
the cartoons is that this was a block that was meant to advertise to children. That's mm-hmm. pretty much it. This whole block is to sell things to kids and like God bless America. God bless America. But yeah, that that's pretty much that that's pretty much uh how how it started like in the 1960s when networks realized that oh, we can just consolidate all children's programming into one block on one day and sell these time slots and whatever to advertisers, like that's pretty lucrative on top of these shows being limited animation mm-hmm. made it really cheap to produce. So like shows like Scooby-Doo where it's like, you know, like you see, you, you see like Scooby and Shaggy running mm-hmm. and they just keep running by the same background, but like they keep for- running by the same background or like they're running away from a different thing, but it's the exact same scene. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes it's like kind of jarring, but whatever, but it's like things like that where like, you'll save frames that way. You'll save time. You'll save money. And also the fact that voice actors would mul- would voice multiple characters made these kinds of things a lot cheaper. But as like, as the decades progressed and as like original programming became more, I guess, I don't know, like developed or sought after. I don't really know what the reason is, is for that. Um, but the overall like decline of profitability started to drop and, and, and all these other things. So that, Paired with like the rise of home video and also video games, also like all these things together contributed to pretty much Saturday morning cartoons not being around anymore. Wow. Which is very strange to me, but also, I don't know, it's just a thing that I grew up with that's no longer around. So I guess in a way it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I didn't really, I never really thought about it, but I didn't really realize until the last like week or so that there weren't any more Saturday morning cartoons. Mm -hmm. Like just because I, I mean, I don't, have kids i am not a kid so i don't and i don't have cable so i have never not since i was a kid watching saturday morning cartoons have i like tried to find them so i kind of just assumed that they were still there and happening but mm-hmm. no yeah, i mean for sure. but it also makes sense like with the advent of especially with like netflix and streaming and stuff, yeah like, right yeah there's like probably spider-man and elsa on youtube yeah there's very few kids who are probably like looking forward to Saturday morning when they can finally watch some of their favorite shows. Cause they can just watch them whenever their parents allow them. Yep. If they're being responsible and have done their chores. Yep. Which is like, boy, what a, what an old man sentiment though. Right? Like back in my day, we only had four hours on one day of the week to watch cartoons. That is a, that is basically what we're going to be like. Although we also had like Arthur, which was on like every day. Yeah. I feel like I I personally always feel like PBS is kind of like an exception to that. Mm -hmm. Um, It it is like different, like by definition different, because I I think it's not like the same shows. They're like legitimately educational instead of advertising. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, What uh, what programming block? Like, what did you watch? Like, did you did you stick to like one like channel? Did you like move around or like what was what was your what was your thing? Um, I definitely, I would like move around. I did. I wasn't like super loyal to any of the cartoons. Um, but I would kind of like hop around and normally just kind of like channel surf. I don't think there was any Saturday morning cartoon that I, not none that I can remember that I like was like, Oh, I need to watch this every Saturday because I think for a good portion of my childhood, I was in um, like YMCA soccer and our games were always on Saturday mornings. Ah. And so there was a lot of times where I would miss it. Um, but I remember like one of the first Saturday morning cartoons I remember like wanting to really watch was Pokemon. Oh. Cause it was like huge then. Like I feel like the Pokemon cards 
and the series were kind of like just becoming big in my in my life anyway in my elementary school life and like well kindergarten. okay so i have to i have to ask yeah what channel was i because like i didn't i never watched pokemon because mm-hmm. as much as as especially as a kid um as much as i love the franchise like the tv show the games the toys everything like i never really watched the tv show because it never aired on any channel yeah i don't i couldn't even tell you what channel it aired. oh really no i don't wow. remember and I, I know i didn't catch it very often but i wanted to watch it i know for a while it was on kids wb yeah that sounds right which i think aired on cbs but our cbs never never did that instead we got like nick jr on our cbs mm. we had there was we had the wb channel i think which was wow. channel. did we oh i don't remember i know we had a, a, the wb for a while and i think it changed to pax which then became then left and then we got the cw which was the wb I don't really remember. Mm, I remember PAX, PAX TV. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we used was... to watch Diagnosis Murder on that, <laughs> that show. I think... Uh, that channel. I think I remember watching like Supermarket Sweep mm-hmm. or like some sort of like old game show. Yeah, I think that was basically an old people channel. It was definitely an old people channel and I loved it. I did too. It was very it's entertaining. Old people and like 10 year olds, I feel like really get a lot <laughs> they out of They get a lot of overlap. Yeah. Um, but let's see, what are the other shows? I wrote down some. Yeah, like any, I basically just gonna lift off, lift, lift off. I'm gonna lift off here. Whoa! Woo! No, I'm gonna list off a few shows um, that I used to, I would watch if I like saw them on. Um, so sometimes they would put Scooby Doo, Where Are You on on Saturday, on yeah Saturday morning still. Um, and I used to love that shit. I was a big, I still really like Scooby Doo. I think it's very enjoyable. Those old ones. Um, whenever Ducktales was on, I watched Ducktales, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Mm-hmm. Wow, these are all shows that I never watched on Saturdays. Yeah, I this was like, like they didn't air. I don't. I either didn't watch them or like they just didn't air. I think they would air occasionally. Well, no, they wouldn't be occasionally. It'd have to be every week. They they definitely I think aired. I want to say on like ABC because that's the Disney like affiliate mm-hmm. station. Um, so I would try to catch those if I saw those on. Um, and then also Recess was a big one for me as well. Um, speaking of which I just watched, I watched the intro to that today and it really confused me. Like, so what happens is you like see all the kids, like the gang, you got a TJ, is that the main kid with the hat? Yeah. Okay. You got him, you got Gus, um, who looks like if you and I had a baby, (laughs) uh, then you got Mikey and Spinelli and Gretchen and, um, Vince, yeah, I think that's all of them. That's all the main characters. Um, so they they like come outside and they're like standing in formation, and then they all look at TJ like they're all like, "Should we?" And then he like gives them like a look that's like, "Yeah, time to do it." And then like this like very like this music that is very like reminiscent of in like an old military movie uh, where it's kind of it's like flute, um, but it's like very like peppy. Like when they're like putting a plan together. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Like a montage almost of like a plan in action. And so what it sets it up for is it looks like it's going to be like some sort of plan that they're putting into action to like, I don't know, get back at a teacher or something or like the principal or like do do some sort of mischief during recess. But instead, all they do is they all go off and do their own thing 
and then they have to go inside at the end of recess. It's not a plan at all. I don't know. It was very weird. I think, the, I don't know. I think that intro is just, I don't know. I mean, it would make more sense if it didn't, it just looks like they were like about to do something, like have a cool, almost like Ocean's Eleven style, like, yeah, I guess that makes plan sense. Plan happening, scheme or scam. But no, they all like Gus just like blows a bubble of bubble gum and it gets all over his head. <laughs> that is really funny. And then Mikey eats a big sandwich. It's like, why did you all need TJ's permission to go do that stuff? I don't know. They chose him as the de facto leader, so they have to defer to him. Probably. Honestly, main characters in shows like that, I, I like Recess. I think it's a fine show, but the, I feel like the main characters in those shows are always the most boring. It's like their characteristic is like they're the leader, which isn't really a personality trait. It's like no. Leonardo in Ninja Turtles. Like, well, yeah, I get it. He's the leader, but and maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe that's part of it because then it's more of a self-insert. Like, oh, yeah, I, I could definitely be TJ. I don't know. I don't have any other personality traits. Yeah, I don't know. I'll 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 put myself into TJ's shoes because he's the main character, and I don't know. Yeah, I guess it, it, now that I something like that. Now that I say that, it does kind of make it a little bit more like if it if he doesn't have any personality traits, it's easier for each kid to be like, oh, I'm kind of like him. Yeah, in this way. I have a fun fact about Recess. Okay. Uh, the episode of Recess where TJ like gets detention and can't go out to Recess or whatever. Mm-hmm. And has to like stay inside with like the nerdy kids. Do you remember that episode where they oh, end up like playing D and D or whatever? And he like slowly like he starts wearing nerdier and nerdier clothes, something like that. Okay, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah. So in that episode, one of the uh, one of the like nerdy kids says, "All right, we all gotta pick our we all gotta pick our fantasy names. Really, our fantasy names are just our real names backwards. So you're JT." <laughs> He that that guy introduces his himself or introduces his character as uh, which I looked up and I think it's a Lord of the Rings reference. He mm-hmm. he introduces himself as Gandor Primulon. Um, well, that name just like fits like a little puzzle piece into my brain. Yeah, like I'm Gandor Primulon and whatever. So anyway, way back when I'm going to guess I'm going to guess 2006, 2007. I for whatever reason, like remember that bit. When I was making my very first RuneScape character. Oh. And to this day, my RuneScape username is Gandor Backwards, which is Rodnag. Wow, that's pretty cool. So yeah. you didn't get Ga- um, Gandor Primulon as your, your username? No, I, I was one step ahead of that. I was oh. like, no. Gandor- oh, you were, you were going backwards like yeah. that guy. Okay, mm-hmm. I see. Wow. And that's how I got my RuneScape username. Wow. So anybody listening to this can find your RuneScape character. Yep. And lead you into the wilderness and kill you still? Is that still how it works? Uh, I haven't I'm, played RuneScape since like 2008. I don't think that trick would work <laughs> nowadays, but you definitely could. If anything else, I don't know, you'll run into like, you'll run into a bot that's trying to sell you in-game stuff for real money. Ooh, you ever buy that? No. Oh, that's probably good. I don't know. That's my fun little fact about Recess. That is fun. I, there were other shows that I, I really liked. Um, they weren't necessarily cartoons. Um, specifically, I'm thinking of Saved by the Bell, which was. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, that's another Saturday. thing that never showed up. Oh, yeah. Saturday morning. That one, I think, moved. It didn't stay long on Saturday mornings, um, but I remember eventually it moved to like a daily slot that I somehow watched um, eventually, but I, I grew to really liking that show even though i was only like an elementary schooler or a middle schooler and it was about high schoolers for the most part it was a a big part of my childhood you know watching zach morris and the gang like 
get up to all these schemes and scams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I liked yeah, that show. I, that, I think it ended up airing like on some other channel way later, but mm-hmm. I guess what are, are, are you, are you talking or like referencing a specific, like, like chunk of years or something? I don't know. Or, okay. No, I, this is all just based on like me looking at a list of Saturday morning cartoons and being like, yes, I know I watched those on a Saturday morning. I don't remember when. Interesting. And I, yeah. And huh. I, I, I'm sure it's very skewed time frame wise just because I had so many other things, just mostly like soccer games and stuff going yeah. on, on Saturday mornings. Huh. So and I remember either soccer games or like going to the grocery store and then getting back home and it was like noon or 1 p.m. And so it'd be like football was on instead. Mm, yeah, so I'd, I'd go do something else. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Saturday morning was huge for me. Okay, yeah, lay it on us. It was just because, like, because like we didn't have cable, and so the only opportunity for me to watch like cartoons that weren't Arthur is on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was definitely the kind of person that like there are shows that I need, I'm going to watch every week, and like I would even like I don't know, like I hated getting up just to go to school, but I would wake up even earlier than I would get up for school to like watch these shows. Wow. Um, Cause again, for whatever reason, like the, the, the time that some of these like blocks started was like super early. Um, oh yeah. Like way early was than probably I think. my problem was I did not want to get up to watch. Them. Yeah. And like, I, I like, I don't know there, there, I like found shows that I watched. That I would like have a routine on like, I would watch these like shows on, on like ABC on like one Saturday morning. And then I'd switch over to Fox and watch these things on Fox kids and and whatever else. So, so yeah, I don't know. I mostly watch shows on Fox. Um cuz Fox Fox Kids, which I didn't really watch. I think I watched like the tail end of Fox Kids before it transitioned into the Fox Box. Oh, that sounds familiar. Um and that was like from however like the entirety of whenever the Fox Box aired from like I don't know, early 2000s something or whatever to whenever I stopped watching it, probably in like high school, um, like beginning of high school or something like that was, that was my shit. That was my jam. Mm -hmm. And that's also when like I started watching anime. Oh, I remember seeing some anime shows. Yeah. That's, that's like when it all like started like, like, I don't know, clicking for me, particularly, uh, when I think when Foxbox first aired, uh, there was a show on there called Shaman King which is getting a remake in 2021. And I am incredibly excited for that. Wow. Uh, yeah. There was supposed to be a remake for it. Um, like one was planned many years ago and the, the creator of the manga, like rejected any and all remakes that didn't involve the original voice cast. Mm. So one can only assume that the original voice cast is involved with this new production. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I'm very excited for it. Uh, Cause that was like the first show that I remember watching like, Oh yeah, I got to watch this every single week. And I like got invested in, it, I started like keeping track of like the plot and the characters. Whoa, um, that's then, a lot of work for a kid. Yeah. And then one day I was at Kmart and I was looking at the magazine stand. And when I was looking at the magazines, uh, the main character from Shaman King was on the cover of one. And it was Shit. a cover of a Shonen Jump. And that's why I started reading manga. And then from there, I've turned into the degenerate weeb that I am. Wow. It all started with Saturday morning cartoons. But I love the Fox Box. It was great. I wonder if that was the case for a lot of people. Probably. If not, if not, if not Pokemon, it was definitely like, it was definitely channels that like syndicated and like aired those. Cause that's also um, where I started watching One Piece, which I'm still watching. 
like 945 episodes in. I'm still watching it. Have you seen every episode? Yeah. Wow. That's that's hardcore commitment. I think uh, in a couple of weeks, it's going to reach chapter 1000 of the manga. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy. It's been going on for 20 years. That's a long ass time. And I think it's only like 60, 70% done. I mean, it's no Simpsons, but. That's true. It is no Simpsons. Probably consistently however, better. However, there was, there was a Simpsons intro where like everyone burst through the door. And like, I think someone is dressed as a One Piece character. I know Bart is dressed like Naruto. Someone is dressed like Goku. It's, oh, I, it's I thought weird... you were saying there was a an intro in One Piece where they were doing a Simpsons thing. No, the other way around. Okay. It was a couch gag on the Simpsons. I see. I see. I was really confused as to why One Piece characters were doing a Simpsons gag, but dressed as different anime characters. That would be. That's <laughs> that would a lot be of real. layers. That is a lot of layers. But yeah, I don't know. I love man. I loved Fox Box. It was great. And there was also like a bunch of weird non anime shows on it, too. Um, the one that I can really remember is the Cramp Twins which was a British, which I looked it up. It's a British produced TV show. It's it's one of those like, I don't know. It's just like one of those really weird cartoons where it's just like someone pitched an idea and it got greenlit. And I was like, all right. Okay. I don't know how this got greenlit, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. But it just follows these two like middle school age boys, um, Wayne and Lucian. Lucian is a, just a typical nerdy kid and Wayne's the bad boy. And for whatever reason, Wayne is blue. Like he's the color blue. <laughs> okay. It's, it's one of those TV shows too, where like sometimes they just like, you know, Skeeter is like teal. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah it's like Doug. one of those things where it's mm-hmm. like, all right, I guess people can just be whatever the hell color they want. I mean, Doug was a weird show in a lot of ways, but yeah, Doug you. was a weird show. Um, which we got to talk about Doug. We got to talk about Doug. Um, yeah, it was like one of those weird shows. I, I, there is one episode that I remember where, um, there's like, a series of like car crashes that are happening in the neighborhood and no one knows why. Mm-hmm. So this, the, in order for them to find out, they're like, we gotta, we gotta like test this, but we can't drive or something like that. So what these two do, which I don't know why they ended up doing this plan together because the whole shtick is that they don't like each other. So I don't know why they cooperated on this thing. Um, but Lucian ends up inside of a shopping cart and Wayne ends up pushing him down the street. Mm-hmm. like as fast as he can run to figure out why these cars are crashing. And it turns out that all the white picket fences end up like in like the position of the sun, like blind drivers. And so they just crash. It's a weird, weird episode. That's a weirdly realistic problem for a kid's show. And it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like normally it'd be like, Oh, it turns out the white picket fences are monsters and they like jump in the middle of the road or something like that. But it's, it's, it's strange, but uh, I liked it. I I never saw that show or ever heard of it. Yeah, it's called it, the Cramp Twins. The Cramp Twins. That's a weird name. I mean, there's also there was also just like a bunch of other weird shows. Um, I think on Fox Kids there's other show called The Ripping Friends, which never is about three brothers who are like very. It it from what I can remember, the style of it is very Ren and Stimpy. Mm. Um, where it's like it's a kid show, but it's also like kind of skewed towards adults and a little bit disgusting. Um. It's about these like three brothers who are just like huge muscly men and oh, they just go on weird adventures. Sounds they, familiar. They always eat steak and eggs for breakfast that their mom cooks for them. Wait, can you, can we look up a picture of that? Yeah. Cause I, it, that's sounding familiar, but also I, I know I might be thinking of the show that I would occasionally watch, which was called like super, super sumos, I think. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember was, was that a TV show or was that a webtoon? Pretty sure that was a Saturday morning cartoon, but 
I and I'm I might be like conflating the two because I I did watch both of them. Did I use that word correctly? I think so. I don't know. Here, let's here. Here's the ripping friends. They always like yell and scream and I don't know. It's it's like a very odd, strange, disgusting looking show. Yeah, I never watched this show. I'm thinking of the sumo one. But it I do does remember, look very Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. I bet it is the same animator. Yeah, but I, I, I do do remember uh, do remember the sumo one. That was also really fun. Yeah, I don't know. Fox Fox just had a bunch of great. To me, it had a bunch of great shows, a bunch of great anime. That looking back, I don't. Know, I I think I also liked them because it was something new. You mm-hmm. know, you know, like that kind of thing where it's like I've never seen this before, and I guess I like it because I don't really have like I don't have a point of reference for not liking this. Mm. so i guess i'll just like it See, you know i was the opposite where i i was really into like familiar things so you know things like scooby-doo or like saved by the bell or even like the flintstones like stuff that i had seen my family watch mm. and then i had just like come in the room and seen it like i was like oh i like this but anything new i was always very skeptical of and oh so that's could, really interesting i could easily like watch like half an episode and turn it off and be like whatever and then not think about it ever again wow that's interesting because i think a combination of like my parents not having like you know my parents not being super well off Mm -hmm. and just having like limited access to media of really any kind i'm like always curious in like new things and so i'm always just like oh yeah what's this new thing and i still feel that way today where it's like a very innate feeling i get whenever i like play a new video game where it's like like this feels like new and it's like an adventure and like oh yeah mm-hmm. even if i end up not liking the game the feeling of playing a new game is like really exciting to me see i and with me in video games it's the exact opposite i really like games that i've played for years but starting a new video game i i will easily quit very quickly oh man i mean i i end up quitting a lot just for like time reasons but like whenever i like oh steam sales on i guess i'll buy something new because it's 10 bucks or whatever mm-hmm. it's like oh yeah something new i'm experiencing something new this is great just like any kind of new media i'm I'm really excited for yeah i i just gravitate towards the opposite i guess yeah i don't know like it, it's also like like from from like watching all these shows um oh man that i'm looking at the list of like shows that i have here that i watched and like there is a lot of like video game like tie-in shows too like sonic had an anime that aired on on Fox Box. Kirby had a show that was on the Fox Box also. Oh wow, I never saw the Kirby one. I think both I saw the, the Sonic one. Both of those are I thought pretty I thought I mean I I like them. I like I still like both of them. Mm-hmm. Um I'm sure lots of people will disagree with me on this one. But the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles that aired on the Fox Box starting in 2003, I think is the best produced like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles series ever. Really? I'm giving it to 2003. Wow, that's a very a, controversial opinion. That is bold. And it's also because that's the only one that I've really like watched. Like I've watched some of the like older original ones mm-hmm. and it's too campy for me. The 2003 one took it in like a really darker tone that more matched the original comic series. Mm. Um, there, there's still like goofs and gags and jokes and whatever because it's, it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that also, that particular series also leaned more into like the overall like plot of the franchise, which I really liked. Yeah, that is true. Um, I see. I watched the original like cartoon a lot as a kid. And like, I, 
I really like that one. And so I definitely like really like the campiness of it. Um, and then I also like how that one, it um, still did manage to have like a lot of the lore and stuff, like much more so than like any of the live action movies really ever did. Um, but because I, I really liked, you know, seeing like the original Krang and his like mm-hmm. weird little voice and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that. And those episodes were always much more interesting to me when it was like stuff about like Dimension X or something or like some weird future technology rather than like Shredder fighting them with like the Foot Clan soldiers or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I I did catch a few episodes of the 2003 um, series and it it did have some interesting stuff. But I remember I didn't my that was when my little brother was getting really into Ninja Turtles. Mm. So um, I hadn't watched as much of it as he had and also like instead of watching, you know, a series from beginning to end, you basically could watch whatever was on TV. Or if somebody got you like a videotape of like five episodes, you could watch those. And I remember he had a videotape. So I've seen like five episodes of that series and the episodes looked like fun and cool. And there was an interesting plot point, but since it was only five episodes, I couldn't really get deep into it. Yeah. And so I remember the first one I watched was like, um, it was like way down the line of like the original like plot line. Like it's the guy who was Shredder. Um, turns Oroku out, Saki. Yeah, Oroku Saki. Uh, turns out he was um, a Krang type alien the whole time. So he was an alien in somebody's tummy and he was like on trial on Earth. And then it started with his trial. So I was like, whoa, I catch up here by a lot. Like I think of <laughs> Shredder as like a human ninja and instead he's in alien like krang uh, but there's no krang and so then he like escaped or something in a rocket and then the ninja turtles all ended up in space and then i don't think there was a conclusion to that episode on that tape which was really huh. weird or maybe there was and shredder just got away anyway i don't know there was a point i think in like 2000 somewhere in like late 2000s but definitely or maybe around two. i don't know like 2007 to 2000. 10 is somewhere in that time period like that particular series i think either ended it ended and it transitioned in something completely different transitioned to turtles in time i think or turtles and whatever they end up in the future and it's like a different like style and a different like production company that's animating it i remember being so disappointed huh and just like so sad that like this thing that i loved and watched for at this point years just ended the thing about like Saturday morning cartoons. And I think these cartoons in general, that really disappoints me is how unceremoniously they all just stop. Yeah. They all just like no warning. We're done. That's it. And like, I don't know that, that, that just like always bothered me. Um, Cause like there, there wasn't really like, there wasn't really a transition period from like, Hey, we're, we're moving along. No, I agree. It was cause it was like, a kid's show, I think. So they were just like, oh, well, we'll just cancel it. So it's like, yeah, don't really do anything. Sorry, I'm, I want to look up and see see what you were talking about with uh, the ending transitioning into Turtles in Time. I want to see. Yeah, I, I don't remember if it was called Turtles in Time, but it was definitely the kind of thing where like, I, I remember, I, I kind of remember the first episode where they they have to go to like the post office or something and they have to get a letter from themselves or that like they had sent or so, I don't know. There's something where they had to time travel. So they brought this letter to the post office and said, don't deliver this until this year or whatever. And so when they time travel to that year, they go and pick up the letter. And in like in like normal 
like hasn't been a long time since something happened. There was just like one cubby hole with like cobwebs and then a single letter. And then the postman just like takes it out and hands it to like Donatello or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Donatello is also in a trench coat for some reason well, because got, he, he needs to be hidden. Yeah. He can't just be a turtle going out there. Yeah. But the thing is at this point, like on this like alternate timeline or whatever, there's aliens all over the place. They're best friends. They later become best friends with like a robot named Sterling. Well, I found fa- I found a little the what you're talking about. So apparently in the sixth season, this was subtitled Fast Forward. Fast, they, that's what it was. They retooled the series with a new art style and comedic tone. The season's plot focused on the turtles being transported 100 years into the future, the year 2105, where they meet and befriend Cody Jones, the great grandson of April and Casey. Ooh, so they shacked up. Ooh. They must also contend with futurist enemies like Shokanabo and his minion viral <laughs> as well as dealing with the activities of Cody's uncle Darius Dunn. I remember none of those characters. I uh, remember the robot British Butler guy, which I think his name was Sterling. The main story would conclude in the seventh and final season subtitled back to the sewer while sporting another redesign for the entire cast. Um, after returning to the present day, the turtles must battle a cybernetic version of shredder which was the result of viral merging with the data of the Utram Shredder. Oh yeah, Utram Shredder. He's a uh, Utrams are the are Krang. Oh, Krang is an Utram? Yeah. I believe that's I believe that's what it is. There's also and uh, have you listened to any of the podcast um we've got to stop talking TMNT on CBB? I listened to the first episode they released for free. Oh, you should. It's definitely worth $5 a month cuz it's great. Um and they they just uh talked about apparently there was a movie called turtles forever which features like um a crossover between the 1980s cartoon turtles and the 2003 turtles and that sounds vaguely familiar i think i may have even seen it oh i don't think i watched it but it sounds right up my alley and i think that was their most recent episode that they released wow but i haven't listened yet got Mm. nick weiger on it whoa and heather ann campbell wow in addition to you know scott and uh sprig the whisperer Interesting. Yeah. Maybe I'll check it out. You should. I'm just going to plug it right now because <laughs> I like that podcast. Yeah. I Man, I love that. That like time for, for TMNT. Really good. My favorite. I think it's the best. I remember as a kid. So what? Sue me. You want me to sue you? Please don't. Okay. I won't. I remember as a kid being weirdly. I don't know why it like upset me, but I was like, these new turtles are too like edgy. Like. Unlike the old cartoons, mostly because I remember there's a part in the theme song for the 2003 um, Ninja Turtles one where like April's on the screen and it like the song mentions her being like sexy. And as a kid being like, they shouldn't say that. This is a kid show. (laughs) I don't know why I was so offended by it. I mean, it is kind of weird that that they just like outright said it. I don't I don't remember that. Watch the uh, watch the intro. Okay. Should we watch it now? Let's watch it now. I just had a great time doing this this morning, too, with other shows. Oh, and I also didn't like that they would say, like, what the shell instead of what the hell. Oh, I loved it. Because I was like, that's too close to cursing. (laughs) They said sexy. What? No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. That was sexy. No, 
the lyrics are always stick together no matter what. Oh, really? Wow. As it. <laughs> Oh, wow. I thought it was something about a sexy camera. I was really confused. Like, what are you talking? Are you? Is it because she winks? Maybe. Is maybe as it? a kid, I thought she was sexy and I was projecting it in the song. Maybe. Wow. Little horny Paul. Yeah. <laughs> Little horny Paul. Yeah, man. I love that. I love that whole series. What also was a bummer about like a bunch of Saturday morning cartoons, a lot of shows, I feel like is also a lot of them what I are getting or got what I am now going to call the Netflix treatment mm-hmm. where it's like, we're done. Yeah. No more. Like, it's like, what the God damn it. I was, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. At best, like maybe they have one episode to tie everything up, which it really doesn't do. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's always too many things got canceled or just like stopped getting syndicated mm-hmm. or whatever. And it was always a bummer, man. They got, my name is Earl. That's what I call it. Oh, and my name is Earl. I also, so I would, I would wake up, like I, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but I would wake up super early, like as early as 6 a.m. to like watch these shows. And I would Damn. like wake up. Were I they would, starting that early? Uh, some of them did. I definitely remember having to wake up at like 6 a.m. to watch Digimon Tamers. Hmm. Um, so I would like, I think I had like an alarm and I would wake up and just like turn the TV on and it would be too bright and I can't see. And then just like. That's how I would start my day and just like watching, watching TV wow. at 6 a.m. Big bowl of cereal. Yep. I would get I would get some cereal later. What kind of cereal are you eating while you uh, watch this? Uh, what would I have been eating? Probably Apple Jacks or Lucky Charms. Ooh, I remember Apple Jacks. Are Apple Jacks still a thing? They're still a thing. I had a, I had a, I had an Apple Jacks phase. I haven't had in a while though. And I'm, I don't need to go back. Yeah. What was the other one you said? I'm sorry. Uh, Lucky Charms. Lucky Charms. I had a Lucky Charms phase. I had a. Had an Apple Jacks phase. It's a little tangent, but I remember pouring myself a bowl of cornflakes one day mm-hmm. and seeing in my head it was a cornflake the size of like like half a playing card. <laughs> I'm seeing like, oh my god, these cornflakes are huge. They're giant. They're bigger than me. <laughs> I don't know. I'm giving you a puberty voice. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Uh, not the voice, the the cornflake. Yeah, the voice was weird too. Uh, but sometimes um, I would wake up. I would wake up early and the shows haven't started yet. So I would like turn on Fox and it would like, it would be an infomercial or something. I was like, I don't really want to watch this. I Mm -hmm. want to watch something for kids. And so the, because we didn't have cable, there was, we only had like six channels and the only other station that was putting anything out that was towards kids um, was TBN. Did you have TBN? No, I had TBS. TBN is the Trinity Broadcasting Network. It's the Christian channel. Oh, whoa. Okay, so of course they're putting out Saturday morning cartoons. Uh, Yeah, so I, the only one, the only show that I really remember watching is Davy and Goliath. Have you ever? I've heard of that. That show sucks. I thought it was, honestly, like when I first saw like images from it, I thought it was a parody. No, I think people have done parodies where like uh, Goliath the dog will say fuck. Yeah, I definitely, I, I like, think I've seen a couple parodies too. Like, but. quit being a little bitch, Davey. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of thing. That show sucked, though. Yeah. But it was like, ah, uh, whatever. I I just need something to pass the next hour so I can start <laughs> watching anime. Did you ever watch, I, this is the kind of show that would probably have aired on that channel as well. Did you ever watch the show Virtues? Did that air on PBS? It might have. My, virtues my of channels like, virtues all. virtues of the book or something like that. And yeah, there's like a there's a buffalo who taught 
Yeah. The virtues. And- I've watched one episode that was on PBSKids.com. Yeah, we didn't we didn't get that show on TV. I only knew about it because I would like go to the website and like look at shows like what? I've never heard of this thing. And then click on it. And I think they had an episode you could watch or like games you could play or something. So, hmm. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I ever went to the PBS Kids website as a, as a kid. They're great games. That was that was like prime time for like going to a website and just like playing games play like a cyber chase game you go to cartoon network there was like a fun adventure game where you like play as courage and you have to talk to all like the characters nabisco had the great mini golf games great time to great time to go to the internet play some games do nothing uh of any importance mm-hmm. i remember going to uh I think we've briefly talked about it before, about like Postopia, I want to say. Where you that could, was like, great, man. Yeah. Postopia. I wonder if... There was like a future world you could go to. I wonder if someone's archived that. I would love to take a look at Postopia mm-hmm. again. I want to see what it was all about, because I'm sure it was actually just boring, boring Oh, I'm stuff. sure it was too, but I would still like log on every single day doing the same dumb bullshit. Yeah, I remember there was like a thing where you could design, I think, a robot or maybe like a robot dog or something. And I remember mm. you could print it out and I would try to print Whoa. it out like every day and tell my parents were like, you can't do this anymore because it's using too much printer ink. Ah, yep. And our printer sucked, so it always print out like half of the image. <laughs> yep, I remember, I remember printing things and not having like enough ink and then like you'd get like, you, you'd print something in like black and then it would end up being like magenta and blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Boy, what a time, huh? I guess printers would still do that, but... Yeah. Printers really haven't gotten much better. No, they really haven't. What else? Man, there's just, just like way too many shows that I would that I would watch. Yeah, I feel like my, my problem was just like I never really got into any of them mm. um, unless I like also had seen them somewhere else so I knew I already like liked yeah. them, so... The one thing, so I, I wonder how unique, I, I'm guessing it was pretty unique to, to the Fox box. I don't remember like like one Saturday morning or, or the eventual uh, ABC kids ever doing this. Um, but the Fox box would have sweepstakes and I would always want to enter them, but I would never be allowed to enter them. I don't think as a kid I knew what a sweepstakes was. I didn't really either, but all I knew is that I could win a Game Boy Advance. I was like, I want to enter the sweepstakes. Mom, let me enter the sweepstakes. Mm-hmm. And then I never could. Yeah, but my I would, parents never let me either. I really, they would always have like watch and win and you could get this like Game Boy Advance with the new Sonic game or you could get a Nintendo GameCube with a WaveBird controller. It's like third prize. I, I watched a thing that was like third prize winners will get a Foxbox t-shirt, <laughs> which I did end up looking for like a bootleg version and mm-hmm. I can't find one. So I'll have to make one myself because yeah, I really want one. You should. Yeah, I mean, that, that would pretty much be my day. I was like, wake up at 6 a.m., watch something on TBN if it was on or just like to pass the time. And then like, I think I would start out watching something on, on ABC because my, my like more like solidified memories, I guess are of ABC kids where it was less original programming and more like, we're just going to air Disney show channels. Mm -hmm. It's like, it was more live action stuff. Yeah. So like, you would get like Lizzie McGuire or even Stevens or Phil of the future, et cetera. Sure. Um, in addition to like other cartoons, like Kim possible or whatever. Um, but I, I also remember that really the, I, I would, so I would watch that stuff switch over for the majority of like the, like the, the block or like the, the time block to, to Fox, watch all my anime, 
mm-hmm. and then switch back to ABC to watch Power Rangers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember wanting to get into Power Rangers, and so I would watch it whenever I caught it, which was always like months or sometimes like a year apart. And so it would always be like a different series and a different plot line. And I was yep. always like, I like this. I know what's going on, but I, I have no fucking clue. I still yeah. don't. But yeah, I, I looked a little bit more into like, just because just I watched a video earlier about uh, ABC Kids. Um, and this is kind of why earlier I said it kind of makes sense, like the the eventual decline. Um, in, in 2010, uh, ABC decided to just stop providing like educational and informative or whatever uh, compliant programming mm-hmm. um, with the final uh, like ABC Kids air on August 27, 2011. So at this point, I'm in high school. Like, that's the year that I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. And all throughout high school, like, I kind of stopped watching cartoons just because I was doing speech and debate. And almost every Saturday, like, I'm out of town doing a tournament or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, kind of similar, like, when you had soccer games, I just, I just wasn't at home to watch these cartoons, which kind of, like, I remember thinking, like, I remember at some point, I think the very first one feeling a little sad, like, oh, I can't watch my Saturday morning cartoons anymore. Wow, you were watching them that long, huh? Yeah. Well, I mean, hey, man, why I mean, not? No judgment, yeah, but I just, yeah, never even occurred to me. Yeah, I, I would, I would watch them as as much as I could, and then I started like, I, I just like got weaned off of them from like not being able to watch them anymore. Mm-hmm. And I remember distinctly having like a thought of like, man, I miss watching these cartoons in the morning, and it was, it sucked. And now I don't think they're around anymore, just like in general, which yeah. is even which is even sadder. Yeah, they're not streaming anywhere either. No, because which is too bad. I mean, uh, HBO Max, I think, has like some of the old Hanna-Barbera stuff, but that's about it. Yeah. And sometimes you can find stuff on like DVD, I know, but mm-hmm. it's a lot of effort. It is. It is kind of a shame, though, that a lot of these shows, I think, are just kind of lost to time, like the Cramp Twins. Yeah. You know, where it's like, I can't imagine how many people actually watched the Cramp Twins, actually watched Fighting Foodons, which was just another, like, short-lived shonen anime where you, like, you're a chef, you're a battle chef or something, and you create food, and then you put a card on them, and then they turn into life, and then they fight. It's like Pokemon with food. That sounds like a terrible idea. It it really was, but I love the fuck out of that show. (laughs) The main character... Like his food companion was a was a guy called Fried Ricer, mm-hmm. and he was just a plate of fried rice. And much like Pokemon, they only say their name. Oh, so it's just a Pokemon clone. It's a Pokemon clone with food. <laughs> I want, man. I wish I could have been trying to make children's television at that point because it sounds easy as hell. Like it's like, uh, what if we did this show, but instead of cute animals, they're like a plate of spaghetti. great that's a show that's a character i'm not joking there is just a plate of spaghetti (laughs) fucking course there is wow that is hilarious yeah i whenever i see comments online about like any kind of japanese media and it's always like this is so weird can Mm -hmm. you believe the japanese made this i always i can't help but think like you fucking vanilla piece of shit Cause like I, I grew up with that kind of stuff where like mm-hmm. one of my favorite shows, um, on the Fox box was ultimate muscle, which is like an intergalactic wrestling anime. And there's a bunch of weird shit in there. Like there's a character who is like a chess man where like, like the chess, like a chess game. piece. Yeah. So like 
he I think like his normal head is like uh is like the king and then he has two other like chest pieces on his shoulders that are a knight and a rook and then I think at some point he transforms into a whole castle and like his his like lower half turns into a horse and this is all in like a wrestling ring um this is bizarre sounding yeah and like to me this is just completely normal like yeah that's a like that that happens to you on the daily happens to me on the daily there was like a, a man animal hybrid and he was his name was dick dick van dick uh, <laughs> what? his animal part was a dick dick which oh. is uh for those that don't know it's like an african like ungulate <laughs> i don't know either of those animals there were yeah dick like, dick or an ungulate an ungulate is a hoofed, like a, a deer is an ungulate. A moose is an ungulate. It's oh, like a okay. four-legged hoof animal. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, just like weird shows like that, that like I just grew up with. And it always pisses me off whenever I see people just like, I can't believe how weird this is. Like, nah, you, you mi- like middle America vanilla ass piece of shit that has no imagination. Get fucked. Thinking I- it's weird. <laughs> I, that's like my that's always my sentiment i mean that does sound pretty weird it is weird but like to me it's not weird it's imaginative yeah i mean there's also like american shows that are just as weird and also probably worse mm-hmm. um but even just like those hanna-barbera cartoons like most of them involved like animals who could talk and solved mysteries and or played instruments that's pretty much the premise of all of those shows <laughs> yeah. which is pretty weird Especially, well, I don't know, maybe not in the 60s. I wasn't alive then. I can't tell you. That's true. I wasn't alive either. Was it the 60s or the 70s? I think it was the 60s that Scooby-Doo came out. Uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I thought I had more of that point, but I don't. <laughs> you have any other uh, fond memories of Saturday morning cartoons you'd like to share? Any other shows that you watched? No. Um, I think one of my favorite... Um, how do I want to make this little segue? I think that a really solid move that some of these shows did was they would make like feature length movies. And I really liked that. Specifically, I'm thinking of the recess movie. Did you ever watch that? I think it's called recess schools out. I, I, I have watched it. Yeah. I think we watched it together. Did we? I don't know. We might've, um, but I remember like thinking, wow, that's a great movie. And it also was kind of like a good send off because I think after that movie came out, I kind of stopped watching the show. But I liked that the stakes were a little bit higher and like everybody had to work together, like the teachers and the students and mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, wow, that's so cool. Yep. It was it was. Uh, and then, yeah, it was like a good finale, even though I don't think the show ended. But that's true. Yeah. yeah. Did it? I think that's one of the few instances, though, where like a show is popular enough to warrant a movie. Like, I think Doug got a movie. Oh, I loved Doug's movie as well. Oh, we didn't talk about Doug. We didn't talk about Doug. You want to throw in a little Doug talk? I mean, you got Quail Man. Oh, you yeah. You got Pork Chop. That theme song, what a banger. Yeah. Nice little beat whistling, some snaps. It was so weird, too, because like, like his, uh, the girl who he has a crush on, his friend, um, Patty Mayonnaise, like her last name is just Mayonnaise. He's got like a weird neighbor. Um, oh yeah, mm-hmm, with who's like inventing stuff, and his the neighbor's wife is the mayor. It was a uh, it was a really weird, interesting show. It's it. Yeah. You got Roger Klotz, who Roger I like Klotz. to call Macklemore. Oh yeah, that's right. Because mm-hmm, they look very similar. That's true. Um, you know, Macklemore can't stop singing about those nematodes. Was that a Doug thing? That was the first episode. 
Oh, I don't know if I ever saw the first episode. Yeah, honestly. where they were like Roger, like, like help me find a nematode or something like that. I don't know. Something with nematodes. Oh, and he, he's like bullying Doug into doing it, right? I think so. For a homework project, maybe? I don't remember. Something with nematodes. That's all I really remember. Oh, yeah. I remember the, the movie, the plot is that they find like a monster and they name him Melville. Or did they name him Herman? I think they name him Herman after Herman Melville. Mm. And why did they find a monster? What the hell kind of universe is that? I don't know. I don't remember much about that, honestly. <laughs> but I liked it. It's a great show. Should have done more research about the, the shows I liked, but they were good. They were good. Mm-hmm. You got any more shows you liked? I mean, there there's tons more shows that I don't even think I really even mentioned, um, mm-hmm. like Yu Gi Oh and all of like the various like post like first series Yu Gi Oh that no one really ever talks about, like mm-hmm. Yu Gi Oh GX, Yu Gi Oh Zexel. Well, I guess I never watched that's a new one, but Yu Gi Oh Five Ds were all they're they're all on bikes, <laughs> and it was always really confusing to me how they would just shut down highways that people would use to do a duel, like that. Like was just like. That is unrealistic to me. To me, that was a breaking point of like, I can no longer suspend my disbelief because these are public highways. And all of a sudden these things come up that says duel in progress. And it's like, can you imagine driving to work and all of a sudden your highway to get to like the city gets shut down because two assholes in a bike need to play a card game. (laughs) To me, that was just like, this is it. I cannot, I cannot suspend my disbelief, but it's, to some degree still entertaining. So I'll, I'll watch it and I watched the whole series. Wow, the whole series. It had a really good theme song. And that was really what hooked me. I was like, I got to listen to the theme song every week. And at that point, I'm already watching the episode, so why turn it off? Yeah, you might as well. It was also, I think, the last show like during the day. So it's like, eh, might as well. I got nothing oh. else to do. Yeah, it's like you're putting that off before you have to go do like your chores or like do homework or something. <laughs> I would not. I, neither of those things. Uh, chores probably. Homework, 100% no. Never? You just never did it? Uh, no, I would do homework. I feel, I mean, this is just another tangent, but I feel like I always would be fast enough that I would do all my classwork, like in middle school, mm-hmm. all my classwork would be done in class. So I would never have anything to take home for homework. Mm. And in high school, I never did homework. I would do it as much as I could in class. Whatever I didn't finish, I would just do in the morning the next day before <laughs> like school started. Wow. Just cram it all in there. I, I, I think I would always wait until like Sunday night. Yeah. I wouldn't stress myself out. Yeah. I would just like, ah, you know what? Fuck this. I don't want to do this. Yeah. Homework is dumb. Homework sucks. Homework is dumb. Let's try to get these, those middle schoolers uh, and high schoolers now listening to the podcast. Homework sucks. Homework sucks, man. Dude, teachers don't know anything. Well, I guess that's uh, that's our episode on Saturday morning cartoons. Still a lot we could have covered, especially with more individual shows, but... We could even do this again sometime. We could probably do this again and maybe, maybe rewatch some episodes. Yeah. Uh, have that, a guest on who has a guest. specific episodes they're thinking of or specific shows. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, but for now, that's all we got. Um, Paul? Josh. Got any plugs? Uh, you could still follow me on Twitter at Crang's Dumb Body. Nice. That's all I got. Hello, this is Editing Josh. The uh, the end of the episode here kind of got some weird stuff with the recording, so I'm here to do the rest of plugs. With that, if you have any memories you'd like to share with us, you can do so over on Twitter, at Nostalgia System, or you can give us an email, nostalgiasystempodcast at gmail.com. Also, we'd love it if you could leave us a review 
and also share the show with your friends. It's the best way that you can help us grow. We've also got a Patreon, patreon.com slash Nostalgia Entertainment System. Uh, we've got a $40 monthly goal to cover our hosting and platform fees, and we'd appreciate any help that uh, you can give us. Finally, we'd like to thank Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scanlines. You can find them on the internet at Moonraker or at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. That's pretty much it for this section of plugs. Next week, we're talking about school lunches. So be sure to tune in for some fun stories. Uh, Yeah, I guess that's pretty much it. Bye-bye.